Hi, everyone. Before we get started, I just wanted to let you know that your girl is on Patreon. What else is going on podcast, aka Wego, W-E-I-G-O, is on Patreon. So if you feel so inclined and want to support your girl that way, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Wego podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Wego podcast, W-E-I-G-O podcast. Now, if you don't want to be on a monthly recurring thing, I totally understand that. But if you want to support, you can head on over to buymeacoffee.com slash Wego, W-E-I-G-O. Again, buymeacoffee.com slash W-E-I-G-O. Because you know, a girl be trying to put in some work and a coffee could help me stay awake. So those are your two options. And if you don't want to do either of those things, if you could rate, review, and subscribe and share with your friends, I would love that. Now, on to the episode. And the following podcast is a CJ Media Production. Welcome to the What Else Is Going On podcast, the intersection where pop culture life and real life meet up. Get ready to deep dive into all things reality TV and the dichotomy of loving the game, but not necessarily the players when they start to reflect real-life issues like deep-seated discrimination and a world rooted in racism. Feeling conflicted because I love... Clip! 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 And I also have to chant, Black Lives Matter. Buckle your seatbelts and brace yourselves because my foot is off the brake and this intersection gets busy. So come along for the ride so we can see what else is going on. Thank you so much for tuning in again this week. Today, I have someone that I'm a fan of. I know all of you are. I call myself a Barry because in case y'all didn't know, that's what I've named her fans. We are her Berries. She's (laughs) funny. She's smart. She is the only one. Y'all, I promise you, when she recaps Sister Wives, I don't even watch that show. But I listen. I want to know, well, what's Mary doing? Well, Janelle said what? Well, Janelle don't think she's the best anymore. Oh, Janelle's not top tier anymore. What is going on? I listen to all of that. Welcome uh, someone that I truly, truly admire in the way she podcasts and how she's always so consistent. And I'm striving to get to that level. (laughs) My Patreon (laughs) subscribers will tell you. Thank you all for your patience. Um, everybody, welcome one of the podcast greats, Kara Berry from everyone. You always like really surround me in love, and I like don't know what to do with that. I thank you so much. <laughs> Wait, I'm holding you like Ayanya. Take it yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I you know I love you. I message you about your podcast. It you have a way, the way you can make someone literally want to lay in your lap while you stroke their hair with their voice while at the same time slicing some of these women the way they need to be sliced. It's unmatched. Thank you. I, I have to <laughs> shout out to my ancestors for that. I I, <laughs> I can't claim any of that. That's all that. Yes. <laughs> our, our grandmothers and aunties know how to like, and I think yours are from the South too, right? Mm-hmm. Mine too. Yep, South and, and Chicago. So okay. we got both. So you yeah. got both ends all wrapped into a pretty bless your heart. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. My grandma yeah. would walk away like she would do little things like when my daughter would come in, she named her. That was her poopsie. 
my oldest mm-hmm. daughter. And she and it would make me so mad because one thing I did take pride in, I guess, is the way my kids, the way they interacted with each other, the way they interacted with adults. And I always because, you know, as black folks, we were told you represent me when you go out there. So you need to be. So I always made sure they were very. And she would say, oh, look at my poop. So cute with her little dirty uh, little um, her dirty little cuffs on her sweater or, or I mean, right. on her jacket. Right. Like they are not dirt, but she would be, she would try to get to me. And then she would go, look at her poops. She mad. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was my, yep. one of my most favorite yep. women in the world. So, yep, so we are here. Kara Barry first. I wanted to talk to Kara just so y'all know. We'll get into our crown jewel Potomac. I told her just like church, if she had a benediction. For the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and touch on a little Salt Lake City. So do you have a benediction? Because I must say you're one of the few people and I had to kind of rationalize in my mind because I like listening to people who agree with me. Duh. But it is good to also listen to people who have different ideals. And I know this is probably bad on my part to say, but ideas that are shaped in like smarts, Mm. not just thrown out their trash well why are they trash like if you're on your podcast are you gonna talk about why they're trash right um but <laughs> you are one of the few people that i felt understood what uh crystal and garcelle both were saying because they were kind of they were going through the same thing like mirrors of each other and i felt like you were one of the few people that understood that it and it was interesting to me that people sided one way with Crystal and Kyle, but another way with Garcelle and Kyle, even though, and I think Garcelle is more put together. She knows how to, I shouldn't say put together. She, she was kind of like ready for what was coming at Mm -hmm. what's come at her versus I think Crystal was kind of trying to process in the moment with all these women coming at her. Yeah. Yeah. I keep saying like, I just need Crystal to get, I don't know if she needs like just a little bit more confidence or if she needs to just, I'm not sure. But like, I notice like a lot of women in color, black women that you just like, you get to a point where you have to compartmentalize or just like save it. Like I can only give so much energy to the situation. And I think that's what Crystal does, but she does it at the wrong times. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it makes her look stupid and it makes people like Kyle come for her. And she's like, makes herself a target. But I always understand what Crystal's saying. She just is, she just needs to like tighten up a little bit, but yeah. Yeah. And that second part, I was like, exactly. Get her, get her. I remember you said the first uh, half, I remember you were like, Crystal, I'm next season. I'm gonna need you to come back with boom, boom, boom. Yep. Call me girl. And then the next week she did. And you were like, Crystal, that's what I was talking about. <laughs> Ask to leave, receive. Yeah, she yes. really came through. And I'm I'm really hoping she gets another season. Me too. Um, I really am. Uh, but yeah, did you hear the Andy talking about the, the receipts that Lisa has? That they um, were what the the Elton John stuff. Yeah, I'm like so, that's it. <laughs> no wonder yeah. they cut it out because yeah, at like, first, didn't Lisa say at BravoCon? I heard that she said it was the Kathy stuff. That's what I heard, and I heard people say that she had posted on her IG stories a Manila folder that said Aspen receipts. Um, so I'm confused, but yeah, Andy said 
that it all had to do with the Elton John thing, which I don't think anybody cares about. I, I forgot that happened. Right. <laughs> like, girl, what? And see, it speaks to to me when they say Lisa Renical, Lisa Renical. I was going to say Lisa Renna Diabolical. But <laughs> if she posted that envelope after they had already they had already did the uh, the reunion and saw the final cut, then she would know that it was cut out. Right. So then you would post that. So, so I'm wondering what the timeline was with that, because why would you post that? Yeah. Lisa's like. I almost I can't just, get a read on her in a way. Yeah. Yeah. People keep saying, you know, I think you probably agree that um, Beverly Hills social media, the back and forth and is probably the most toxic out of all yes. the franchises. It's, yes. It's a lot of strong opinions. Um, but a lot of people say, you know, oh, what would we have done without her? Like she brings the drama, she brings the ratings, but I don't really think that's true. Like, I think that there are people like maybe Candace where not everybody likes her, but she brings something to the show. I don't really think Rena brings anything worthwhile to the show anymore. Me neither. It, it it was, if anything, it was like she actually was kind of like not used, but almost like they like in, in a way it's like they kind of made sure all the drama involved you. So they didn't have to be front and center, even with the whole Kim Richards close to death and like with like it's like everything always Munchausen. And mm -hmm. she's always one that says I was manipulated. And I remember her saying that about Lisa Vanderpump. And I'm thinking, you are a 40-something, well, at that time, 50-something-year-old woman. Mm -hmm. If you are still manipulated by a cast member, you have bigger issues. What's going on? What's and when she had the nerve to say so, when Ooh. it was like, you're you've been in just as bad, if not worse, situations. What's the problem? So... <laughs> I was like, did she just say so? Andy said, you do the same thing that you're calling out on this woman over here. And she said, so. It was she almost really like she glitched. Laugh. Right. Like <laughs> That's all you got? Just so? <laughs> oh, and I don't recall saying that. Right. The same thing she said when she got called about Kim. Right. Uh -huh. <laughs> now, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, I on. need your thoughts on this podcast because I'm telling you, y'all, I know y'all listen to her. If for some reason you're under a rock and don't, if you don't subscribe to everyone's business but mine, I'm telling you, you'll get your life. On <laughs> uh, what? How did you? <laughs> and I'm with you, but I need you to say it here when you were laughing talking about Kathy Hilton. I loved everything you were saying. <laughs> It, it like it honestly like it brought me back to the old days of Beverly Hills because I've been saying this is going to be a hot take. Not everybody has to agree with me that I feel like Kim Richards is the only white housewife who can fight like a black one and Ooh, she will honey. come for people like she does not care. And, and she's she, quick. She's real quick with it. <laughs> and it's like white lady shade, but she does it in a way where like Kyle can't go to Atlanta. Kim no. could. Yeah, I can't put her own in Atlanta. <laughs> like, I have no problem with that. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, Kathy coming back and, and that water bottle Ooh. and the mocking and the hey girls. It's just like that kind of like rich white lady carrying on that I love to see personally. Me too. And I was watching, uh, there, there are some people, and I'm sure you've seen it online, that said Kathy came on and bullied Kyle. And I, I thought to myself, 
when Kyle said Kathy walked up to her and Aspen and was like, we're leaving. Let's go. And I told Kathy, you can't talk to me like that. And then I thought about when she said when they were younger, they would fight each other to the point of like pulling skin. I said, Kathy and Kyle are the same. Kyle just does that to her castmates because she can. It's almost like the little sister who your big sister gets you together. So now you go to school, get your group of friends together because, yep. you know, you can't do that to, you know, the big sister. I'm like, I didn't feel so. Ooh, I didn't. I'm just going to be honest. I felt not a bit sorry for Kyle. I didn't. I don't understand. Like if she just said we got to get out of here and let's go. Then like, why are you taking that personally? Why are you acting like she's trying to talk to you like a child? Like it just doesn't, the connection of that doesn't make sense to me. But also like, I've seen a bunch of people saying like, I don't even have a good relationship with my sibling, but if they were screaming, let's go, we're going. That's it. it. Like, yeah, <laughs> like that's it. My y'all not, I'm not going to let my sister act up in front of y'all. Mm-hmm. either in case, because she knows how Renna and Erica are. So I'm not going to put my sister out there like that. Right. I was literally, I was telling somebody, me and my sister-in-law got, we were like in a heated, like I'm talking like I'm ready to move people out the wet. Like here I come. Mm-hmm. And somebody else inserted themselves and kind of came towards her. And immediately I said, don't, t-. I said, no, I don't know. It was me. Don't talk to her like that. Right. Because that was just my instinct. Like, I'm fighting her, but you're not getting ready to come in here and say something. Right. So, and I used to do that with her, with her others. They're her blood sisters. And I would be to them like, no, you're not getting ready to talk to her Mm -hmm. like that. Because I really felt like she was like a sister. So I'm thinking blood when Kath, when Kyle could only say moments later, I I never heard her say that word. The one that um, Erica so freely set off her tongue. (sighs) Like, I would have been like, hold up. Now, look, I don't know what you heard, but I've even I mean, even if I was lying, because what you're not getting ready to do, not for that, (laughs) that my sister go to, which also shows you y'all care more about people thinking of y'all as racist than you even homophobic. Yeah. Right. Right. I oh, I was so aggravated by her tears. So aggravated and she had no and she continues to have no like introspection as to how Kathy might be feeling or as to whatever. And it's always like if Kathy tries to explain the situation and where she was coming from and how she was feeling in that moment, it's all like, oh, well, it was just my fault then, huh? And it's like, no, like, can people just say how they're feeling without you being nailed to the cross like Vicki Gunvalson? Ooh. Like. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny you said that because I was going to do a reel of Kyle, of me like Kyle. I was nailed to the cross. I could say if me and you were out and you were, if you had a podcast live show, hint, hint, and um, we were out and you said, hey, Tari, I want you to come speak. And when, and in my mind, say it was around my birthday. And in my mind, I had worked up, oh, it's probably going to be a birthday thing. And when I get there, it was actually a birthday celebration uh, for Princess, right? Right. Um, and right. Princess is somebody, y'all y'all probably know that is on Kara's podcast, uh, comes as a guest a lot. And she's funny. And you got there and said, happy birthday to Princess. And I got mad for a moment. Months go by and I've had time to reflect. I can say... I got my own self all worked up without it being your fault. 
And I felt like that's what Kathy was trying to say. Yeah. Like trying to take ownership of, yeah, I got in my feelings. I had these expectations and it was wrong. And then, you know, lips over here screaming about her best friend, Kendall. And I just like, that was too much for me. You know, like, I don't understand why that's not an acceptable answer. <laughs> like, and it, and I think too, I, I, do you feel like people are conflating? Oh, y'all don't care that Kathy said the F word, because I saw a post that said, y'all don't care that Kathy said the F word. Um, and then uh, very telling. And then Somebody else had commented, but they were screaming about microaggressions. And I'm like, now, see, I know where you're going. <laughs> right. And I had to, I was like, I, I can't even come. I just have to kind of come over here because we saw the microaggressions. Right. 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 I, I could not believe that Erica said that word. <laughs> just so freely. Girl, how did you think? Where does evil rank among that word? You have no problem saying that, but evil is like the, the forbidden word that nobody can say about somebody else. That was like, but but we just left in the F words just fly right out of our well, mouth. I mean, it Wild. just rolled off her tongue. That's how I feel when I hear somebody non-black say the N word and it right. comes off like that. Girl, you say it. And right to Andy's face. Like, hello. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And remember when Andy got on Potomac, uh, Atlanta, because I think it was Kim field season when, uh, which rightly so when Kenya was trying to allude to him being Chrissy and I'm like, and you're not going to say nothing to that. Right. It just flew off her. And the, the laissez faire, like you said, I think it was either you or I think it was you that was basically like went into her monologue. And then she said, like, girl, what? She looked down for a moment. She's like, okay. (laughs) Here's what happened. Here's what happened. Okay. I'm over here. Like, like, a like unsolved mysteries. Like she's just like retelling the story. Like girl, I could not believe, I could not believe that. And yeah, I mean, do I, I mean, of course everybody should care if that's what she said. Right. The investigation was inconclusive, but I also feel like why is Erica only now using this opportunity at the reunion to say it? Why is, like I don't know like I would just feel like if I were in the LGBT community I'd feel like this feels like you're just trying to weaponize it to get her like a dog whistle care about what said you know it yep I don't like that I would have said it like immediately in my confessionals like let me tell y'all what she said yeah I don't stand for this it's wrong like what would have been the harm in that? But I guess we're so afraid of the Hiltons. Right. Like, I guess they'll have you. I don't know. Yeah, who's? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, speaking of the fact, and, and I want to say something. I don't know if y'all remember. And I know you probably do. Because let me tell you something. I try to be fact-based. And I try to be kind of emotionless yet emotional. I think, Carrie, you feel like me. A lot of things, growing up Black, a lot of things don't offend you. So like a lot mm-hmm. of these things, these women say to each other, like with Candace or Ashley, I might call out the hypocrisy, but I'm not offended by it. And I think that's mm-hmm. why it's kind of easy. And I feel like you do that very well too. You can call out what people said and address it without taking it to heart. Right. Yeah. I mean, cause why should I, I don't know this lady. Right. <laughs> right. And <laughs> if we hear, they say something about, black women a lot or black people a lot of times we're like yeah we figured we knew what we were 
watching when, when it first right. came out. We know right. these women. Like, I know what I'm looking at with Kathy Hilton. I know <laughs> that she's kicking it down to Mar-a-Lago whenever she can. <laughs> I know that. Like I know her her daughters, Paris, huh. and son is wild mm-hmm. and they don't talk about him. <laughs> and right. It's like, you know, I, I know that. But like you, her saying something about her sister, like that's not my business. That, that's like, not my. I don't care. I was like Sutton on the couch, like okay, nope. whatever. <laughs> okay, she may have called her the scum of the earth. That has nothing to do with me. That sister stuff. That's between them, right? But it was interesting to, talking about. Well, I, I want to go back to something that happened at the reunion last year, and I'm going to keep pointing it out. The energy. With which, and like you said, if that word was said, I definitely would care. And I know, I mean, if we knew for a hundred percent, of course, but even Lisa, when Garcelle said, somebody told me, you said, this is why we shouldn't have black people on the show. So I don't think we came at people like, why don't y'all care? Because you can't prove that. Right. Right. Unfortunately, that was said, it was, he said, she said, and when you're looking, I will say with Kathy, I don't know how credible she is, but I I think it was kind of like in our circles, we all know about you, Erica, but I'm credible. Erica is not really a reliable narrator either, in my opinion. Not. So like, why did Andy not ask her, how did the story get out then? If you're the only one who heard Kathy say it, how did it get to the press? Why do we not talk about that? And that is when people say, Oh, so-and-so makes a good housewife. Like Giselle, she's a producer. Not all the time because Mm. they don't think it all the way through. Right. Like the whole 360. So yeah, how did that get out, Eric? And remember, they also said she said something racist. Right. And what happened to that? Oh, y'all thought. And I I remember tweeting when they, when all that came out about Kathy, y'all are not saying she basically people are thinking she said the n-word y'all are not saying that as a warning to black folks y'all are saying that to white folks so that they can march down the streets of bravo and get like kathy off the show y'all are not saying that because y'all care mm-hmm. like who, right. who like yeah right. she's probably said it she might have dropped it over breakfast this morning i mean you know, <laughs> probably did <laughs> you know, like, like you said i know what i'm getting to with kathy but with the whole book thing, I have to say, and I know, oh, going back to about facts, I know that you heard this. I had decided to lay myself um, as tribute, and I listened to some episodes of Two Teas in a Pod. I like Tamara. Bless you. <laughs> That's what I keep hearing. Everybody says, I like Tamara, and then they just trail off. <laughs> I I almost started feeling sorry for Teddy. You know why? Because every time she breathed, I got an attitude and I said, oh, and millions of people feel that way about this one person. Yeah. Now I kind of feel sorry for you. But yeah, she wants to be on the show so bad. When that video first dropped of the book being burned, she said, well, guys, I'm not on the show, but I'm going to give you a clue. Look at the phone. And instantly I was like, oh, that's Lisa Renna. Because they showed Lisa's phone. So mm-hmm. Teddy had already tried to put it out there. Oh. Actually did it. And she does things like that. And she'll be like, there was one episode. She was like, I may not be on the show, but I know Kyle. And I know basically that it's Kathy's fault that all this is going on. Girl, that's your friend. Of course, you're going to say that. Right. 
Yeah, and she and that, this really puts things into perspective because I'm thinking about like as I'm moving forward as a podcaster, like what kind of podcaster do I want to be? And I see that Same. oftentimes these podcasters that seek out relationships with uh, Bravo celebrities, reality TV stars often end up like Teddy being like ride or die for them. And then it really loses the quality of the show because you're not being objective. This is like completely biased, stupid stuff and nobody cares. Yep. Um, but yeah, Teddy, like, yeah, I've heard a lot of people say like, I wish Tamara would find somebody else because Tamara has a way of like getting in the mess and talking about it. But like Teddy apparently is extremely biased and like, will or won't talk about things depending on what the topic is. And I'm sorry, if your job is to recap the housewives, yes, certain things you may forget or leave out, but you're leaving out stuff that has formed your opinions. So, and I, I know that opinions, everyone has a right to an opinion, but don't you want to base your opinion on fact? If you, right. so she would leave, she'll leave, Tamara will say, well, wait, I fell asleep or did it, what happened? And I'm like, girl, that is not, how it happened so mm. it just she just annoys me she is like sand in the bottom of a bikini and you yeah. just can't like you just can't like get it out like that is her i i just wish tamra would just uh move <laughs> on but i think tamra has set herself up tamra looks good in that light i'll just say that's that. what i hear that's what i hear and that's wild because i really like don't care for tamra but mm -hmm. With Girls Trip and like the snippets that I do hear from her podcast, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, Tamara, do I like you? <laughs> right. That, that's all. Oh, that's that's how I felt about Kenya. Um, like during mm -hmm. this uh, season of Atlanta, I was like, yeah. I had tweeted that I'm not team twirl by any means, but I am willing to dance. <laughs> and then next thing I got a notification, a retweet. And she said, I'm busy tonight, maybe some other time. I said, what? How did you find that? Because, so then I responded back. Oh, man, let me go put my shoes up. It was just like funny banter. I was like, right. oh, OK, I get it. I get it. Can you? Yeah. And, and what you said about being the type of podcast, I also feel like. I always use B. Scott as an example, because these podcasters will act like instead of just coming out with the truth, it's like they'll just almost like this person just doesn't exist on the cast anymore. They don't talk mm -hmm. about. And B Scott talks about, you know, gossip and all of that stuff. And he said, Mariah, and he told the story about how Mariah was always a uh, Mariah Carey. Um, the original butterfly was always somebody that he wanted to meet. Long story short, Nick Cannon, um, father, uh, like Abraham has many sons. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, um, set it up over Twitter. So he met her and they instantly, connected and he said so i'm going to tell you mariah is like my sister i don't care what gossip is out there don't come to me i'm not talking about my sister so you already know that's off the table it's not like right. he used to talk about her and then just said no more it's off the table so i feel like there is such bias like uh i won't say some because there was two it wasn't the black one that they showed the content creator on beverly hills such a strong bias and i was mm -hmm. like sir mm -hmm. <laughs> that's all i'm yep. gonna say on that you might have to go to here yeah. patreon for the rest if i right. get care to come over there <laughs> um but yeah so it just yep. i don't know in your if bravo called you today and said we are doing 
a what is that test that like a you know how they do like a te- like they test amongst to see what people mm, like, like what people what's it uh-huh. called like a survey or a, um, I know what you're talking about. Okay. So if they yeah. called you and said, Kara, we listened to the podcast and we really value your input on Beverly Hills. If you had your way, who would you want as friends? Who would you want as main cast for the next season? Okay. Um, I like in my very fantasy mind, Rena actually stays on for a little bit next season, but Kim, Kathy, and Kyle take her down and out. And that's what I yes. want to see. Um, and we can keep Dorit, but in like a, like when they let Luann be friend of, she was like really heavily featured and was mm. like pretty much a full-time housewife, but not really. And I think that's what Dorit needs to be. Like okay. a heavily featured friend of. Okay. Um, uh definitely obviously we can keep ourselves Sutton Crystal I really just like I don't think we need Erica anymore I don't and I either we just I would just like the poetic justice of seeing Lisa get kicked out and run off okay you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be willing to take one for the team for that you know, yes for when you said that I was like oh that would be good not just her just not come back but her coming in thinking she's secure and then Boom, the hammer comes down. Mm-hmm. That, and you also said something that <clears> is so true. And I was like, I have to re- remember that even when it comes to other housewives, you said Kathy was asked. Uh, no, you said you saw some people saying when Kathy said she would only come back if certain people weren't there. And people were like, who do you think you are? Or you're just a friend. And you were like, guys, she was asked the question. Would right. you want her not to answer? <laughs> right. Like she's allowed to have an opinion. And I think actually Sutton said something about how she doesn't like to play that game because it feels like playing God. And I think people thought that was like her being rude. I don't really know. I mean, I didn't hear her tone, but yeah, I mean, we can ask people questions and it's not like she's not at Bravo making <laughs> demands and throwing, you know, stomping on her glasses. Like if she can answer a question, it's okay. <laughs> They're in my dressing room. If you want to see that. Yeah, Kathy said, I'm not, I'm not coming to play. When she told Kyle, you notice how fast some tears dried up though. When she said something to Kyle and sucked them right back. And it reminded me of when she was crying to Sutton about Dorit's robbery and Dorit's son said, listen, my furniture has not come in. Right. (laughs) Those tears (laughs) sucked right up. I will, I'll have to say, and I want to know your opinions on this. Last thing I'll I'll say about Beverly Hills. It's interesting to me. We know what happened with Sutton and Crystal, but I do feel like a lot of people think because Garcelle and Sutton are friends that there's no possibility that Sutton may still, she may be working on herself, but may still have some ways about her. And I thought it was really interesting that between her and Crystal on her part, other than trying to force herself in Crystal's face the first season, it wasn't really a push to... Mm -hmm become uh crystal's friend she didn't invite her over for popeyes but with a woman who has verbally shot bullets through your body yeah you have you called her when her lawsuit was dismissed and i'm like kyle pulling on you kyle saying you didn't really have a miscarriage but you're still and i just thought that was interesting to me like the people in whom she still makes an effort with and then apparently she a, a apologized to Garcelle at BravoCon for not having 
mm-hmm. her back. And I just thought yeah. that was really like, to me, it's it's kind of like telling of the privilege that she walks in. Mm-hmm. Like I can choose, you know, I, I, I think that, yes, she felt bad with Crystal, but I think she felt the most bad because of the heat that the, the nasty comments that Crystal got. And she knew it was because. Crystal she was said something. Yeah. Yeah. And I really didn't like that Erica and Lisa would not accept Ooh. that they had like made up on their own. Like, yeah, it, it didn't make sense. Again, it goes back to like, it's worse for them to be called racist yeah. than to like actually be it. So they can't understand. Like she basically called you racist, which I don't know if she ever actually did. No, <laughs> no. She ever actually did. Um, the fact that they would not accept that they were okay was so weird to me. Yes. It, 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 and I was like, hmm. And also the fact that Sutton through all of that said nothing until Andy question her specifically and she defended crystal i said mm-hmm. i'm sorry something else was said and crystal's just not saying it a thousand percent <laughs> I thought she knows what she did yeah 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 she, she knows she what she did literally defending crystal i was like mm, that's interesting mm-hmm. because sutton is the one i needed to know yeah yep, yep. so <laughs> i was like okay so beverly hills you need if bravo if you're listening consider heavily Kara and what she said. Kara, I do ask, can we throw, I wanted her for New York, but I think I want her for Beverly Hills. Can you throw Kamora? Or or do you think, no, she wouldn't be a good fit? I'm not sure. You know, a lot of the girls are mad at Kamora. A lot of the girls don't like Kamora. Oh, Lord, what did I miss? What happened? Because of the Jordan situation with the Kardashians, with Chloe, She was on... This was like after Jordan had tr- kissed Tristan. Yes. You they talked about they this. went to Palm That's Springs right. and they were on the phone with Kamora and Kamora was like, get her, get the bitch yes. meeting Jordan. That's and right. like, don't fall back. So people really don't like Kamora because of that. Um, but I do think, I mean, if we just had regular Real Housewives of New York, I would say that. But Beverly Hills does seem like a good fit. I, like, I for some reason, I, I feel like, and they might get on her about the- like that would bring a whole new like, mm, you know, because the girls, they know what's going on outside. So they talk about it during the seat. And then you have that Kardashian connection. Yeah. You know, I can see Kamora now. Oh, yeah. I talked to Chris. Uh, Kendall's one of your really good friends. Right, Lisa? Yeah. She must know Kyle somehow. Right. Right. Like um, it has to. Yeah. Although she said she wants to, she said she would go on to empower the women. But it's interesting that she's now, I forgot that you did talk about that. She said that she don't, she's not, she's not for the fighting. She wants to go on. She would consider going on to empower women. Girl, do you know what show? Okay. <laughs> and I mean, like, if we really wanted to get shady, I probably huh. would go on a show with your ex-husband who has, you know, left the country um <laughs> were you not even really married to because he fought right right i uh, poor poor aoki aoki's on tiktok <laughs> fighting for her damn life and I'm just, <laughs> she seems like a really nice girl mm-hmm. i'm really waiting for the day where somebody because she has gotten in a couple of little skirmishes somebody's going to tell her about her daddy and it's not going to be good it's not going to so yeah. i really think that maybe kamora should uh you know what? You're right. Children fall back. Yeah. (laughs) You're right. Because if they can't get you, they will come for it. So Mm -hmm. you're right. 
Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Leaving yeah. Beverly Hills behind, but still staying on the West Coast, I guess, Salt Lake City. If right now, off the top of your head, give me what your thoughts and feelings and emotions are thus far, not even looking forward into what may happen later on down the season. Okay. Um, The show is interesting to me because I don't really care about a lot of the cast members. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I like watching the show, but I just don't really care about any. Like, I don't care about Lisa Barlow. I don't really care about Meredith. Um, Whitney, you know, sometimes makes me laugh. Heather sometimes makes me laugh. I like the show a lot, but, like, I just am not, like, emotionally invested in any of these Mm -hmm. women. Um, But I think I'm in the minority when I say that I don't really have an issue with Meredith. <laughs> Me neither. I <laughs> never do. I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, I do think, like, what Garcelle was true, that if uh, somebody apologizes to you, you kind of just have to accept it because if you keep it going, then you look crazy. Mm-hmm. But you told everybody that I fucked half of New York <laughs> and that my, my husband doesn't have a job, my kids are losers and posers or whatever. Like, you're just going to have to give me a minute. You, Because they filmed like immediately weeks after. And you think like you literally said that. And and to me, I'm, I'm also looking at it like my husband knows that me and you were cool when I came here. My first immediate thought would be like, he he's probably thinking that I said something. Because you know that women women who are close, sometimes you may talk about, you know, some issues you're going through or whatever. And then, cause where did, like, where did this come from? When Seth said to Lisa, um, this had to be like, like, or maybe said it to Meredith, but like, this had to be something that was there. Mm-hmm. So where did it come from? But I'm sorry to interrupt you, but yeah, like, no, you need to give I'm, me a I'm minute. Totally you. Like, you don't just say all of that out of nowhere. <laughs> that was a lot. Out of nowhere. <laughs> and just rapid and I fire. Like, I was talking to myself, like, okay. You that was a big speech for yourself. For yourself, <laughs> right? As you tossed your mic pack into the wind, like, right. <laughs> like <laughs> with your Farrah faucet. And yeah, I, ugh, okay. he was ready for that. But um, in terms of Whitney, um, like I said this on my pad, I just think like whatever her past trauma is is being mixed into current stuff in a yeah. way that I don't really think is fair to her. Mm-hmm. or anybody else is not fair to Heather to have to carry the burdens of like things that you're working through now because I didn't co-sign on this stupid rumor. Right. <laughs> I, I, she's putting a lot on this and I, Whitney also, I think really needs to like curb her drinking or at least try not to have these serious conversations when you're wasted and in yeah. panties, you know, just walking around. And I dare you. Did you, you came in my room and tore up stuff. Right. Like, girl, what? <laughs> like, I just, oh, she annoys. I made Corey watch that with me. And he was like, here she, oh, here she comes. Like, <laughs> Do you remember that video from back in the day? It's like three older black people. And this man just looks at this girl because she's not wearing pants. She goes, in your panties, in your yeah. damn panties. <laughs> But Wendy, I'm like, well, here you go, just in your damn panty, just like causing trouble. <laughs> right. And I I feel like she's a producer, pick me, because she loves the show. She's mm-hmm. wanted to be a housewife. 
We know that sometimes that they may say, hey, you need to address this. But my thing is, I am tight. Like, mm-hmm. if we're going to talk about stuff that happened off camera, then everybody's allowed to do that. Like, yeah. it's not like this just doesn't meet, make to be the focus. And if she didn't remember, she didn't remember. She didn't but, remember. And that's fine. It's not a betrayal of your friendship. Right. And if she did remember, but was like, girl, I really ain't get ready. I, I don't recall that. That is her right to, that's not her abandoning you. Like the people did what, you know, again, I, I would, everyone has traumas, different levels. And I am like, I could really tell like, whew, she went through she something. Yeah. yeah. But to, to mix those two, like you said, was unfair. And you even brought it up on your podcast. Whitney herself said, Heather didn't know the yeah. level. So then how can you hold her accountable to that? You knew Heather was wasted. Y'all were all wasted that night. You can admit that like maybe she just didn't hear. So what are we fighting about? Like, what is this all for then? And also, I feel like Heather was very clearly like, please don't bring this up. We're trying to have a nice time for Jen. And you did it anyway. And she's like, I don't want to engage in this. Yes. I'm like, wait, what what really? Please, can we please stop saying that? (laughs) (laughs) That cracked me up. Heather kept being like, and you were talking about her giving a blowjob to this man. Basketball tag. And Lisa's like, okay, we already know the story. Like, we don't have to keep saying it. (laughs) And you picked up on, again, I I know, I think it was you that said Lisa was in her confessionals saying Heather wasn't, um, I think it was you. I I mean, it's not like I cut my podcast list way down. So it's like <laughs> you and like maybe four others instead of the 30 I used to listen to. But like um, Lisa was sitting in her confessional saying, Heather needs to be more compassionate. Girl, <laughs> Whitney brought up this rumor about you. Right. Like, <laughs> right. Like, we're giving credit because she told the bad truth or whatever. But it's also like. Girl, what are you? What are we doing? doing? (laughs) Like Whitney is literally like basically you're a casualty. Somebody Whitney shot a gun off in the air, and like you're going to get hit because it's about you and your family, right? So to me, in my mind, if it was me, I would have been trying to calm Whitney down. Thank you so much for telling me. I get what Heather's saying because we're dead in this issue because it has to do with me and my family. Yeah, for sure. What tickles me, and I need to know. If you find this funny, and what do you think of Angie? Because what really tickled me was Lisa being so upset about something Angie allegedly said off camera about her family. Girl, you had a whole, okay, a whole moment (laughs) about your friend on camera. Right, right. (laughs) Girl, what? I, I'm liking Angie. I think she's going to be a little, little pot stirrer. And I, I think that's really funny. Um, I think we're probably only going to need her for this season. Like, don't get too comfortable, girl. But like, we're going to have fun <laughs> while you're here. But you got to go after. <laughs> we're going to wrap you up. When Lisa was like, "That she's not my guest," and when you called out, I am so sorry, Jen's confessional look with that hat on, <laughs> looking like a rock. <laughs> like girl what is she doing i mean the, the the i i cannot understand what jen's thinking is like right. fair like the power of a positive mental attitude is great 
but the federal 98% conviction rate is greater, girl. So maybe greater. we need to get our head in the game and stop stacking up all these diamond necklaces on our neck and right. like, get to work, girl. Get well, to work. there is something you said and a part of me felt it. Well, I mean, a part of me had thought, like I allowed space for, I allowed space for it in my mind, but never said it. And then you said it and I was like, I'm not the only one about their, her might not be going to jail. Like there's, some, I have like a feeling like, mm. I just, it's something about just the way she's navigating. I, maybe it's just because I, if I was Girl. there down the barrel of a conviction, I would be in the corner. I would have wet myself by now. Girl. I'd be crying. I, you know, I just like, they would have had to find me. And that's all right. I'm saying. <laughs> in the shower at the bottom of the couch like some sort of like uh, yeah I I don't understand but I think it's just like the way she carries herself like I'm innocent but I'm like you well you're not innocent but maybe you can get out of this <laughs> right that's how like when you and, so, and then the way they keep pushing back dates I will say I give Whitney credit for the moment when she was in confessional like why, are they serious why are they laughing like that was a real moment of clarity. And even at that table, while everybody's like giving each other high fives, hey girl, let's go to the Hamptons. She's just standing there like, what? Because I took the delays as this might mean she's going to get off. But when she said they could pre be preparing more evidence, I was like, oh, right. Think about that. That could make things go from worse to worse for you, girl. And now here we're talking about girls trip. To East Hampton. Right. Okay. Laughing about it. As as the people, hopefully the people whose families were caught up in this, like aren't watching you high five and going to the Hamptons wearing 19 diamond necklaces. Right. Around, you know, around your neck. Like, girl, I can't make out Coach Shaw. And I think that's on purpose. He carries himself like a lot of black men do. Very He was a lawyer, right? Yes, lawyer. he was a lawyer too. The combination between like lawyer and athlete, I think, creates a very mm. like uh, you can put that guard up and you can game face, game yes. face. And I've been trying to figure him out too. Like, do you think he's gonna leave her? I, I that's what I was want because sometimes when they're in, you know, you were raised in church, I was raised in church, so it's almost mm -hmm. like forced on you to like stick by whoever or God wouldn't want you to divorce or whatever. But then the other part of me is like, there is another personality to him. There's mm. something about seeing him with other black folks. Like when they came to the party this year, like, like I'm like, there was a whole nother side. And I would never forget Kendrick was on Monty's podcast. She said, do you think he's going to leave her? He said, I don't know about, about him. But as soon as she went in, it was nice. But, but, but I can't do this. Really? <laughs> like, like I don't see him. I don't. I don't know. I almost feel like he's waiting to see how it plays out. Yeah. Because do you remember hearing rumors that they were separate? I know she said they were separate. She said on the show, I think that they had separated. But the rumors mm -hmm. were that he had was like gone. But then she asked him to come back for this show. Mm -hmm. so I don't know I, I don't know yeah I mean clearly there was more to the whole situation I mean they started the series with her like feeling some type of way because he wasn't giving her emotionally yes. what she needed after her dad passed so yeah I 
yeah, this like united front, like it's nice, but I just don't know how long it's gonna last. And like, you know, this is no judgment on Coach Shaw. I, right. I mean, she did pretty grimy and she left yeah. you a single parent. Yeah. Yeah. She left you holding the bag. And I mean, the show income goes away, but I also feel like maybe his expenses would probably go down because yeah. you could tell the lifestyle she's trying to live. Right. Coach doesn't care about living in a 7,000 square foot house with, mm -mm. with two claws. He does not care. Listen, he wants to be scouting his athletes, uh, do, uh, stepping every once in a while with his bro. With his br when she said bros, I almost threw the TV. I said, don't you. <laughs> if I see anything other than anybody in a divine nine doing a, a scroll, a stroll. Right. I'm blaming her. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> My son goes to Chapman University in Orange County and it's mm -hmm. um, it's a little bit more diverse now. It's a, but it's a really good film school. And he said he pledged a fraternity, but it's like a film fraternity. So he's met people and he's got to go assist on sets and learn how to work cameras. Mm -hmm. But he said they were going to bring the divine nine there. And he thought about pledging. And at first I was excited, but I have to be honest. It's like how I feel now watching Bravo drop black housewives into all white cast. I'm like, do I who to bring divine nine to an all white school, majority white school. I mean, uh, one of the professors was on stage at the interact insurrection. Yeah. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> yeah. And even though he no longer works there, the president sent out a letter. Um, you could read between the lines in the letter that he basically he did nothing violating school guidelines so that yeah yeah so then he ended up quitting i mean and, technically there probably aren't school guidelines for like storming the capitol right. i guess that's technically <laughs> true but, <laughs> but i mean still morally like let's get it together <laughs> listen i'll be asking my son all the, who do you want to transfer to hbcu he was like mom if i was uh, he said i probably should have done that like year two but he did say that he, he's found a good group of Oh, friends, a diverse yeah. friends, because I said, I'm gonna tell you something. If I got to fly out there to Orange County, shutting the whole campus down, I'm telling you, I'm calling your uncles, your dad, right. all going out there right. I mean, when the election was going on. And it's interesting. It was the one of the law professors that was on stage at the insurrection and the law students were um, putting a up stickers, professor. a law professor oh, and the students under his tutelage were putting stickers around campus that said conquered, not stolen. Girl, I, when I, I tell you, go. <laughs> <laughs> cut the commercial zoom, zoom shuts down. Please stand by. <laughs> you were Tamara in those bushes. All right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so when I tell you thinking about my son being out there, I literally before he went, I'm not a person that really gets emotional. Like I, I try to compartment and it's probably not a good thing, but almost like when Kim said the way she deals with things, mom in the hospital and over here, this, I find yep. myself like that. And mm. sometimes it comes off as me not having emotion, but sometimes I know when that emotion is too much for my body right now. So I need to put it over here. I'll get back to it. Right. But I couldn't do it when he left. And it was like two days straight. I was in my kitchen his first year crying. And I was like, oh, uh, we don't do this. So I literally had to say a prayer. And my prayer was, God, 
you have to protect my son, let nothing happen to him. But because God is not a genie and is not just there to grant wishes, life is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it's up to him, whatever you believe in to give you strength. So I said, but if something should happen to him, you are going to have to help me make it through this life. Because otherwise, where I would be on the where's my iPhone, like, oh, he, right. was, he wasn't at his dorm, but he's been over here for an hour. And right. I know it, it was like mentally. So now he's he's gotten to a place. I feel like where he's got friends, it's his third year. I mean, he, he does DoorDash out there. And I'm always like, please don't go to certain neighborhoods. And I'm not talking about bad neighborhoods after a certain time. I'm oh, talking no, about no, no. the, you know, oh, no, you know no. where I'm talking about. Yeah. I I went to Huntington beach and I was like, we gotta go. And this was like during the day. <laughs> like, I can't be here. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah. It was wild. Like I, first of all, truly not a speck of salt in the brunch that I ordered. Not one. And when I asked them, they said they don't have any. We don't have any In salt. a restaurant? In a restaurant. Now I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it, the whole vibe, like, it's beautiful. I mean, it's a beautiful California beach, but, like, just the vibe there was, like... Kara, that, that, that was your clue. Oh, this is definitely seals the deal for me. We yeah. don't have salt. Not like we don't have bacon toya. We don't have it at this restaurant this no. early. You watch Married yeah. to Medicine, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have salt. Oh my God. So were there just like none of us walking around? Not a one. Not even, um, I don't even know if I saw like a tan white person, <laughs> frankly. Like it was nothing. It was nothing. <laughs> yeah, those are like it's it's isn't it crazy that I was telling my husband it's 2022 and there are people that don't believe. Do do am I saying that every day I walk outside somebody's yelling the N-word? No, of course not. But life as a whole still is so unfair to us. And the fact that it it made me mad. So somebody we got tickets to a Ravens game on Sunday, last mm-hmm. Sunday. And the seats were pretty good. And I'm going to tell you, the section we sat in wasn't very many. us, And it was very noticeable. So yeah, <laughs> here we are doing our jersey. We had on black jumpsuits. He, don't, he had on his Tim's. I had on my Air Force One, my big earrings, my baby edges. Like, are we going to the game? <laughs> and then we're walking up. And it, it literally, it, I inwardly, I could feel myself shrink inwardly, even though I didn't let my body language say it. But he right. was like, man, ain't none of us like around here. Mm-hmm. They were looking at like, it's, it's just and I was that tell- feeling that feeling. And I was telling my mom, then I got angry because mm. I was like, I shouldn't feel this way yeah. in 2022. But then Kara and not to get all, but your brain works the same. I'm, like you're always thinking too. like, so I'm feeling that. And then I'm watching them scream and cheer for these black men running this ball back and forth. And I said, this is the only time that that many white people will be cheering for black people. Oh, a thousand percent. A and thousand percent. It was like, then it was the 10 year anniversary to their Super Bowl win. So they had everybody from that team come Ray mm-hmm. Lewis, Ray Rice, all of them, mm-hmm. a lot of black men. And then they were like, now the owner, the owner was white. And so then I'm, now I'm telling Corey, I'm like, how many black owners are in the NFL? Like one. <laughs> right. And I said, when now I get when people call football basically like the modern day plantation. 
Mm-hmm. And it was never more evident than when they went near. And I let Ray Lewis have his moment. I said, I'm not going to, because of the right. shenanigans he pulled, talking about he was on his knees praying, sir, if you don't shut your... <laughs> <laughs> right. But it was just so, like you said, when you were in Huntington, I get mad that we have to feel those feelings. And I don't, it's just like, still. Yeah. Like, it's, it's awful. And you had to eat food with no salt. I think that's even worse. I could have took all the white folks, but you ain't got no salt. <laughs> right. <laughs> How do you not have salt? Like, how is that even possible? So bold. For you to not have salt. <laughs> oh, my God. No wonder. Like, skinny at what cost? Right. You can eat salt and still be skinny. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> that is so. Oh, my God. Speaking wild. of, are you excited about Orange County or interested at all? Um, Orange County is, like, dead last for me in terms okay. of my interest in Housewives. But I will say... Something about girls trip really did something for me, unfortunately, yeah. with Victoria and Tamara. <laughs> I'm interested to see like uh Taylor is our first housewife to go from one franchise to another, right? Yes. So I'm interested in seeing how that all works out. Um I have thought like the last few seasons have been real ugh, for me, like just boring. Um, I don't know if it's Emily and Gina. Yeah, or it is. The issue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it. Yeah, I, I'm looking for them to like breathe. There needs to be another breath in here. So I'm I'm looking forward to just seeing what it's like. But I will hop right off that boat if I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they need a shot of B12 and a phenamine or something, right? <laughs> we need. I mean, not a phenamine. Um. Well, I'm not going to encourage the use of drugs, but (laughs) (laughs) something. Um, something. Are you excited? No, but okay. So here's the thing. (laughs) And I know this may be weird. There's something about Heather DeBro that I like. I like her too. I like her. And I feel like. She's like such a good mom. Yes. And when I listened to her podcast and some of the things she talked about, I was like, oh, She's a real person and I can appreciate this real person owning that she is a certain way. And when she, now I'm going to tell you, she would have her mom on sometimes they would be the most painful episodes because how she is with certain things. And she said that that's how she grew up. And so sometimes she doesn't always want to be that way, but that's what's in her. And it's almost like I blame my mom, even though I'm a 50 year old woman, I have these issues with my mom and she's, she'll tell her mom, you have revisionist history. That is not how things happen. She said that when they would fly <laughs> certain places, her mom made them dress up. There was no relax. Like you, mm. will be, it, everything was about reflecting the parents and making them look good. Like with even her life choices, everything. Yeah. I, I mean, there was an episode where she was with her mom. They had gone back to New York or something for yes. something last season. Yeah, I did think that was really interesting because, you know, you can look at Heather and I don't think she would, you know, argue that like, she's a very particular type A, like, you know, housewifey, like I'm very chic and rich kind of thing. But like, once you saw her mom, like, oh, okay, (laughs) I get it. This makes a lot more sense. Um, I love her relationship with her kids and like sometimes you'll see her kids on TikTok or something and it just seems like they love her and have such a nice relationship with her and she respects them and they respect her and like that really will get me. 
And I'm yeah. not even a mother, but like, I just love seeing a good mom. That's what I always, you know, sometimes you, you don't necessarily hit the peak you want, but I do know that for us again, you know, a lot of our parents didn't really show emotion because their parents may not have, and that, and that's not speaking for, you know, every uh, minority, but sometimes in our households, you just didn't right. get that because, yeah. you know, but so I, and they showed us, they loved us by, they bought us things. They took us place. They did these different things. So I've tried to, to make it um, based. Uh, well, I've made, I made it a priority to make sure we say, I love you. But now it could be like, they could be going to work. Love you. Then they call from work. All right. Love you. And, and it, but it still makes me, but me and my husband will laugh like y'all are just going upstairs. But I mean, yeah. but <laughs> it still makes us, you know, feel good. But we had to get used to that. I love how she loves her kids. I, I want to see her back on TV. I, and I'm with her and Noella. I was on Heather's side. Now I do realize that there are some mm -hmm. things that were, but I was, cause I felt like Heather was always very direct with Noella. Yeah. Noella's just like a little squirrel. Just like, yes, I just don't know where she's going to go. Where next. She's gonna, <laughs> she reminds me of Mia speaking yeah, of. Very unpredictable. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited to see um, Heather. I've always wanted, there's just something about her voice. I like, and when Ooh. she would literally tell story, she was talking about one year, either dressing up for as a Teletubby or something. And this is going to sound gross, but in the context of it being Heather sharing this, it like turned Terry on or something. I forget what color. <laughs> well, if you find out what color, please let me know. <laughs> yes, like, so that was funny to me. Like, that is really funny. <laughs> like, and she's sharing this, but and she shared like marriage things, you know, with him and not feeling this way and all that. So it was, yeah, I really want to see her on TV. Yeah. But I agree. speaking of Noella going to Mia, I'm going to say I need every single emotion and thought from you about RHOP. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh man, Giselle fumbled this so Ooh. bad. <laughs> she, I don't know what she was thinking, but it was not correct. Oh. And I will say I'm really enjoying seeing Robin not ride for her. Mm -hmm. um, but also not being like a bad friend necessarily. Just like, I just don't agree with this. Yeah, and I, yeah. I appreciate that because I, I mean, like far be it for me to like stand up for a man, but Chris seems very chill and like I just feel like if he wanted to cheat he wouldn't do it with Giselle right or Ashley or Ashley it doesn't make sense why he would all of a sudden do that like yeah. that's wild yeah and also Giselle you gotta learn the definition of a sneaky link because that's not what Girl. Chris was trying to do thank you <laughs> that's the part that really pissed me off because we hear well I'm, I'll go into that because I, I don't want to cut you off from your overall feelings because you you know you have you, I don't need your thoughts on Ashley Karen everybody oh man man I, I do you think that Karen is trying to get out of her relationship with Ray no I think Karen see and I was going to talk about this too back in the day our housewives didn't have storylines they just like met up, went places and natural drama ensued because they're different mm. personalities. I feel like Karen has got a lot of opportunities from the show. It's like she reinvented herself, which is great. A lot of the women do second part of her life. 
And I think she feels like she needs to have some sort of conflict to yeah. stay on the show. Like she can't just, but she wants it to be minimal versus like the tax thing. So I almost feel like this is a storyline because I almost felt like, and I don't want to make an age joke because there are very sharp people and that, but like Ray was confused when she said, well, you did say I could have <laughs> eye candy. I don't even know what this has to do with this conversation. Right. <laughs> Ray acts like Carol was just like you know what just get in the car like he always acts like he's always surprised <laughs> that the cameras are there and so he's like what oh what? <laughs> <laughs> he I'm like I love these little questions that he asked her like do you just get your nails done is this what you yes. do yes <laughs> is this how you spend your day she's like well I gotta take care of myself Ray you know yeah that was time. very telling <laughs> like, you don't know what you do okay right like, right okay okay because you don't work honestly and the, and the dip powder takes a, a little bit of time yes so. to set like <laughs> it's a whole yeah, thing I but, yeah i i don't me as a clown she's just wasting so much money on that potomac house that she's renting 70 g's on a house that you're renting for what and then paying ten thousand dollars a month on top of that to renovate a house that you're not even... Is this the lease to own? Or right. are you straight up renting? Right. <laughs> I have a huh. Did you get this house from Renna Center? Right. <laughs> do they do houses now? <laughs> right. And also, like, Mia, Mia's funny to me. Like, she's goofy, but, like, it's also entertaining. Like, she's harmless, I think. She just says anything. Anything that she feels like coming out of her mouth, she'll just say it and it's a lie. And it's just like. <laughs> and that's what. And so, you know, what's funny. That is where. And I don't know why I irrationally get angry because I'm like, at the very least. You're going to come on my screen. I feel like you're in trying to insult me. You really think right. I believe this? But right. she's just so. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> she, she just angers me. It's such a wild way to live because, like, I would be terrified if I just lied like that. She does it all the time. And she's just like, whatever. (laughs) Something she said, well, something she said piqued my interest. Well, when she said that, you know, her aunt told her that the age of drug use begins Mm. is where you're stuck even as you move on. Mm -hmm. And she never shared it on the show, but she had an overdose at 16. Oh, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. She shared it on a on a local news. She was doing a local news for chiropractic services. And that's how she mm-hmm. kind of like got off. I think it was oxycodone or it was a pill that she was addicted to. Oh, that's interesting. Uh-huh. But it also made me think if that is the case for your mom, maybe this is why we get this. Yeah, we get the 16 year old that's not that's trying to fit in. Mm-hmm. Not really Playing sure of who sides. she is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, trying to navigate. Uh, yeah. That conversation where she was like, and Chris was looking at me and I could see him out of the like, And I'm like, okay, Chris, <laughs> Chris, not looking at me. <laughs> that was, um, Corey was laughing. So like we, <laughs> it was amazing. And then to get on Beyonce and um, Shirley Ralph's internet mm. and say, I'm sorry. First, somebody said she was lying and she said, probably p-r-o-l-l we know probably <laughs> she she says, <laughs> you're, with, with the face that with the tongue out that sideways like that 
She said, prom. And then she said, then she apologized to Chris and Candace and said, that was just me because I like, it wasn't true. She was just skinny and, and frail and pale with everything she was going through. And it was just her self-conscious girl. That is not how you presented that. Not at all. When she hit him with the prolly about lying, (laughs) I said, girl, (laughs) that is so goofy. What? Like, oh my gosh, Mia. Okay. Goofy. She's so goofy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm like fully team Candace. I this is her redemption season and it's working and I'm with her and the ankles and the neck and the whole thing. <laughs> totally, totally with her. Um, I will say I'm really upset with Robin for leaving Wendy's kids out and then thinking that it was going to be okay to ask Candace to play Auntie Candace. Girl, you knew. And then for her to be like, oh, well, if the kids don't come, then it really wasn't about the girl, kids. Girl, that anyway, like, girl, come on. That that pissed me off. It was like, girl, you're not getting ready to twist this. And I saw, no. um, it was like people were almost kind of like taking some were like taking up for Robin. Like basically it was the kids. It was Wendy that was invited, not the kids. Um, They're not independent. I mean, they're not driving. They're not like my adult children. Right. Where you can invite us separately. And if my adult children knew I wasn't invited somewhere, they're not going. I mean, on their own. So not happening. Not happening. to do that. And let's be clear. The kids actually weren't invited because if she would have done it at the table and can can somebody bring Wendy? Honestly, I don't even really want you there, but I don't want to leave your babies out. So would you be okay if somebody brought them or stand in your, she ain't invited and just leave it. I thought the after effect, cause she said in in her confessional, Juan talked to her. Yeah. He said three words. (laughs) Oh, for real. Why doesn't even know who who Wendy is? (laughs) Right. And then I said, well, did she uninvite Juan? Right. (laughs) Or did she make that up on the fly? Because you don't just schedule a... Right. Right. When he said that sounds like a good compromise, do you know that compromise involves two people talking and coming up with something that works for both of them? That was a decision. (laughs) Right. Right. That was a, a very clear and stupid choice that Robin made. And yeah, Wendy was right. Like, and Karen too. Thank God for Karen for taking up being like, Thank that you. wasn't right. Why did you do that? Like, come on. Like, you could have done better than that. Like, girl. What and you- from a cultural standpoint, like, first of all, yes. I was like the right. black the the white kid who was black because I didn't know until I grew up that like all these black mamas weren't letting their kids go to sleepovers. Here I am Girl. Going every every sleepover every weekend. Um, I didn't know. Here I am exposed. <laughs> <laughs> Me and you both because that's all who was in my school was white people. Yeah, so, I'm with you, Karen. Like y'all don't go to sleepovers. What? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what? So, I as I'm watching this, I'm like, okay, Wendy was right. Like you're not gonna ask me to have somebody escort my children. I don't care if Candace like knows them or whatever. Candace right. doesn't know them like that. She's no. not really anti-Candace. No. And you didn't even say it yourself. You sent that invite third party. Right. And like, I'm not girl. even invited. Like that's, it is weird. It's very that's a weird expectation. And y'all 
mentioned Wendy wasn't invited. Imagine Candace had showed up on time. The kids are playing and they hear y'all talking about their mom. Right. I will tell you what, though. What was funny? When little Cam Cam wanted to oh play <laughs> and Wendy said, OK, girl, <laughs> notice I said, oh, I know that. OK, I know that girl. Like, cut it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we saw the black mom jump out of one. <laughs> right. <laughs> she's so cute little Cameron is so cute cute. and I like seeing those moments that's why I value the shows that have people that look like us too Mm -hmm. because no matter right wrong however people think it's you know to each his own but there is not going to be I already told mommy will be in a minute now why are you feeling that way it's okay girl right (laughs) all that encompasses that in that yeah, running around with little bobos in her hair. Like, right. So cute. The outfit she had on. So literally, cute. I would have dressed like what Cam looked like was how I used to dress my mm-hmm. daughter down to the shirt. She had because I was like, oh, they make them in different like the little uh they look like I want to say Pentox, but that's not it. My daughter used to have when she was 10 years old and she's 18 now, used to have a little cream one and mm-hmm. I would do her hair all, you know, so <laughs> I I just wanted to pick up Cam and hug. So when 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 Eddie said they're trying to get Chris too, <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> I like Eddie. It's like I like Eddie so much. Yeah, he, he's what 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 did he? Oh, and when he said, because I could see Corey saying something like that. That's your buddy. That and that's that's not my buddy. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, oh, what is yeah. that about? <laughs> how do you feel about the Jacqueline and Mia of it all since we know they fell out okay I, mean, I, feel like <laughs> I wish y'all could have seen Kara's face I, they keep dropping hints that like to quote Phaedra this has been happening between them <laughs> yes, and yes, <laughs> yes. she I, is yeah. are you bisexual she is because she you're right like okay we don't need to be offering that information right she is i would know um and then they asked her an episode two about like whether she and g and jacqueline hooked up and she's like oh no not with g i'm like okay (laughs) that oh so that was with the clients yeah right oh i was going in your ball gowns (laughs) um so yeah um their relationship is very interesting did, I didn't see this video of them fighting. And I keep oh, meaning so, to look at it. I didn't see it. Well, so there's a video of Jacqueline that, mind you, that Mia posted. And Jacqueline is arguing. And I wonder if it's the guy that was on TV last night. is arguing with her significant other. And she fa- she finds out that he was cheating on her. So she throws a shoe. And oh. Mia posted that commenting that if you need help, domestic violence is never okay. If you need help. Yes. So, I mean, your girlfriend of 15 years, I don't care how ma- I'm how mad I am at you, because clearly her girlfriend probably sent her that like, girl, we got into it. Right. So but you hear him, like clearly he's cheated on her. So the girl throws a shoe. Mia posted and was like, domestic violence is never OK for any of you suffering. Da, 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 da. Oh, and that's then, what that was. Oh, yeah. I thought it was them two getting Mm-mm. into it. Mm-mm. I okay. would love to see that. That's wild. And then That's Candace wild. was like, come on now, this has gone too far. You don't want to do this, Mia. And then Wendy was like, I know you're not talking. You, you hit me with your purse and broke three nails. Or something like that. 
So then Mia says, you're absolutely right, Wendy. And see that I don't like, don't have different personas. On. It's not like right. she is actually recognizing she's wrong and apologizing on social media. We can tell the difference. It's like she has two different personas. Mm-hmm. So she was like, Wendy, you're absolutely right. I'm sorry. I said she posted a picture of her, a, a video. You're ex- When you do that, you know, people that come from all different walkways of life who are dealing with all different things, who have different triggers are watching this. Right. Because there were some people in those comments, clearly, whether he cheated or not, or, or like, girl, that's domestic violence. You know, so I, I couldn't believe she put her out there like that. And to me, yeah. I'm like, I don't know how you recover from that. You, I don't think you do. <laughs> and that's why they went ahead and put those quotes around best friends. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Wow. Yeah, that's why. Because yeah. yeah, she was. Jacqueline was talking in the episode about how you know he had been talk, trying to talk her into threesomes and like yeah. she wasn't interested. And yeah, that's wild. And yeah, yeah, people need to be really careful about what they post and how they're exposing people. Because we just saw it this morning with takeoff and the video of him. Uh-uh. it's been circulating oh, i'm sorry well what yeah take off passed away you didn't know that care are you offsets serious? one of the migos right yeah he got shot in houston they were playing die a dice game at a bowling alley and they what? shot him in the head they shot him in the head girl isn't that crazy oh isn't that crazy? I just got chills. Oh, me too. My God. I, like, I woke up and I was like, you have got to be kidding me. I didn't, even know, I didn't even know them. And I want to cry like because, right. because they were having issues. Right. Offset. And t- oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Over I could dice. not believe it. It's like y'all Over are still dice. doing that. Right. All this energy over that. These rappers really got to be careful because it's like we're losing a whole generation of people like that's over what, this gun violence. Over gun. Cool, and they want to steal chains from people. And you want to think you're the big cool guy who killed, uh, you know, PMB Rock or right. whoever. Like, what is it for? Like, because either it's, it's like now multiple people's lives are forever changed and right. whoever your your family's lives are because you're going to jail if you know what i mean jail period like Like, and you're never getting out that's murder right what is it for what's it all for dice and i can it 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 goes back to that mentality you can take a person from wherever but sometimes you can't take from wherever and the like you have all this money Mm -hmm. and you still i mean at some point not saying that you forget where you come from but you gotta all, move differently. That you, you gotta to. move differently. Because it's all those people that say you forgot where you come from, but you don't still live in the hood though. You still live in your Hollywood Hills mansion, but you want to talk about don't forget where you come from. You ain't living where if, if you truly subscribe to that. Right. <clears throat> well, yeah, you have to move differently. There has to be a different, I mean, that's even going from being a salesperson in a clothing store to now you're the manager. You gotta navigate the people differently because now right. you're oh. I did not know that. That's sorry. <laughs> I was listening to you all morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. People really got to be care- careful about what they post because it can be irresponsible. Yeah. Know who's getting eyes on whatnot and triggers. That is true. So yeah, me, it's got to be a lot more careful about that. She, yeah. That, that is cr- when she said G was the community husband. I said, girl, I'm, I'm sure he is. 
<laughs> I'm sure he is. I am sure of that. So I actually wanted to ask you about something. Okay. Um, somebody had DM me saying that maybe G was the guy that Karen had been, or that Sharice had called out for Karen having been with like a few, a few seasons ago. And that's why <laughs> she doesn't want to mess with her. Did you hear that? I guess not. <laughs> I'm hitting you with one surprise. Peter, I don't know if I can take any more. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> what? Okay, yeah, so do you mean like Cheetah or the one that hugged her too tight? Um, No, I think this was the one that she had been with, but Sharice <gasps> referred to him as Mr. Blue Eyes. Right. They said he was a white man. I don't know if she has, maybe she has cataracts or something. <laughs> I could have swore. Like, does he have cataracts? But I could have swore. Did I just assume that because they said blue eyes? I thought. I think I heard white guy too. Yeah. But, but I think was, she said, oh, I'm just with Matt, that like her assistant friend. Yeah. And Ch that, mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's clearly not, not hooking up with him. But yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm curious. And <gasps> I want to know who Karen would hook up with. Like, I just want to know. What's her type other than Ray? <laughs> if she did hook up with G, then it's clear that clearly she has a type. <laughs> right. But then again, uh, blue eyes. Because like, <laughs> <laughs> he was licking the tongue and he said Karen in their little game. He did. He sure did. I oh. Didn't G walk her to her car? Mm-hmm. I need my Z pack. <laughs> <laughs> when Giselle saw her with her arms laid down, she goes, "What happened? Is it her boobs?" <laughs> yeah, just, I said, and sometimes, sometimes Giselle is funny, and then sometimes I feel like she should be lucky that everybody doesn't carry the same energy Monique carries. Because I'm gonna tell you, oh, for sure. her 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 block should have been knocked a couple of times. If we gonna say talk ish, get hit. Yeah, girl, right. Oof. But but then she can be funny too. She so that's can really why be funny. It's like okay, but gee, I am I can, I'm trying to recover. You didn't hit me with <laughs> Offset and G Karen. Okay, <laughs> who do you think Karen was talking about? Because immediately Juan came to my head because her and Robin, for some reason, we've never really seen why. Yeah, and then she said, "Ask Juan what he does when he's drunk." Or says when he's drunk mm. a couple of seasons ago. And and, and why can't stand Karen now either? Right. I, said, I mean, maybe. I always just assumed it was Michael because, I mean, he would have been the best guest. <laughs> but why <laughs> could be. I, and, and maybe like Chris, big boy Chris. Oh, yeah. And it's like he can't help but crush anybody. Right. <laughs> Like he didn't do that on purpose, Karen. <laughs> Karen, I can't wait to see that side of her when she's screaming at Jenny. Kara, you your assignment today is to go watch the two YouTube videos that Karen has on her channel. I saw her do an interview where she went in on Sharice. Girl, is at the end, she was. I don't. <laughs> Girl, like, I can't. I can't even do Karen. You got Karen to watch from it. Surrey County, Virginia, God, coming. Like, who is this? When they went on vacation last year, and she was like, "I got to watch my coochie raise." My coochie right. think Ray is on his way. I said, "Now wait, <laughs> right?" 
You could have left, but you just had to wash it. I didn't need all that. Like, okay. <laughs> Are you even still throwing it up to Ray? Like what? Honestly, honestly. Would he even know the difference? But yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. That's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell y'all up front. I am turning, indicting myself, turning myself in. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Season three, I did not like Candace. And I'm like, well, I, I've never liked Monique from, because there was just something about her. I didn't like Candace. And I'm going to be honest, I recognized at the time I didn't like her because she was arguing with people that I did like, even though I thought she was right. So I thought she was right. But mm -hmm. so I then came to be like, well, Taria, that's not right. But I liked her and Monique as friends and I wanted them to, to get Ashley and Giselle and all them, right? But I'm going to tell you, Candace is my favorite and she's not a problem for me. I'm with you. I have to, I I have to lay myself on that. I am a kid <laughs> and I want rat attack. Tat, 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 tat. <laughs> you need to show up now. Because Candace, really? I, said, I said, viewers are going to talk about you either way. Your cast is going to talk about you either way. If you don't give it to Giselle, did you listen to her on Carlos King podcast? I, I heard some of it. Yeah. Kara, when I tell you, I have never heard. And I used to be like a faithful listener. Then I kind of like stopped or whatever. Carlos couldn't talk at some point. All you could hear was his breath because he was laughing <laughs> so hard. He said to her, do you think Chris is attracted to Giselle? She said, I don't know. You'll have to ask Chris. Uh, when we played that game at Karen's. Uh, and then she said, I can't remember the question, but it was like, who you attracted to or whatever. He said, Giselle. She said, I picked Giselle for him. Hell, I'm attracted to Giselle. Giselle's <laughs> a beautiful woman. Carlos said, I'm attracted to Giselle too. She said, but just like when you have a beautiful shell on the inside, <laughs> on the inside, it's rotten. Sturdy. <laughs> Carlos was gagged but she I got what she was saying yeah she was I mean it was and then now I refuse I won't listen to her full episode because I like Giselle but I don't like to watch a housewife that I have to question everything you say mm -hmm. because you're so unreliable and but Giselle said that Candace knows that the more you talk about things the more they grow so she just needs to stop talking about the Chris thing well, but everybody's on Candace's side, so <laughs> what does it matter? <laughs> really, like, what does it matter? <laughs> you, you need to, I need to stop talking about the fact. But the thing is, you went around and told different cast members. And waited till cameras were up to say something. And that's my, when uh, the one thing Juan had, well, he's, he's actually said a few things that were true, but it's just like, it's so low. You, you can turn barely, the volume up. Yeah. To hear, to to hear, hear him. Make a point. <laughs> when he said, why did, if it was that, that why did she wait so long? And you notice Robin kind of. She was, was like, Ooh, I don't, I don't. <laughs> so she was on Kendrick's podcast. Guys, if you haven't listened, um, reality and comics too. Kendrick interviewed Robin and it was really good. And I, cause I actually don't dislike Robin. I actually like Robin, but I wasn't cool. Some things she does is a little, but you know, we're all people. But she said, people want us to live our real lives. People are asking why Giselle brought it on, on camera. People want us to live our real lives and it happened. I could buy that if it happened in real time. It happened right. months ago. Right. Giselle could have even played it better 
And Robin could have told her about Ashley and she could have been like, well, girl, you know what I told you? What I, t- what I already talked to Candace about last year. And Correct. then she could have dropped it. And exactly. But instead you decided to have a conversation with Candace about it. You waited all this time to have it with her on, on camera. And it's like, okay, I don't really buy the fact that the battery was put in Giselle's back because of what Ashley said. I just don't, okay. I don't. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, which, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. I don't care. It, it, it gives me shades of last year when Giselle was talking to Ashley about Eddie the first time. And it was in the trailer, but it didn't make the cut. And then Mm -hmm. she talked to Ashley about Eddie and Wendy again. She tried to talk to Wendy. Ashley wasn't there. She goes over to Ashley's house, tells Ashley, invites her to go with them on this trip. Ashley left her newborn. I'm going to read like Candace. Ashley left her newborn baby and her and her breast milk went all the way down to (laughs) Virginia. Confronted wendy off of something she wasn't there for and then left and then left <laughs> which was interesting because giselle told karen yesterday when karen said that wasn't right you weren't there karen you don't know well the same right. could have been said for ashley last year absolutely, absolutely. so it's given me shades of the same thing mm-hmm. giselle likes to to throw a rock and hide her hand a lot and then it's like she says wild shit and then acts like, I don't understand why you are giving me all this energy back. <laughs> and that's really annoying. Yeah. Giselle's most annoying trait. Cherie said that in an interview. Somebody brought up, how, like, it was last year, I think. It might have been even the year before. They made up. It was last year. And um, basically, like, how can you be close with her again? Because I think they had given, Cherie's Char- had a 50th, or a big a birthday party at a at a restaurant. And it was only a few select people. And Giselle, Robin, and Ashley were there. And um, she said, because I know Giselle. I know Giselle just says stuff for the show. And mm. see, I, to an extent, we know they do. But I don't like being able to see that's what you're doing. Because now it's like, well, right. it's one thing. Them, t- <clears throat> them last year, they could have very easily just talked about the rumors about Eddie and not tied it into her body work. Because it was going on. Right. So, and I would rather see that than you build a whole story around it. And I, someone said they didn't think that Giselle sat down and kind of plotted this about Chris. And I said, but didn't it come out that she did that with Monique, how she was going to bring a paternity storyline on the show, but the mm. show shut it down. Yep. Yep. So that's what, that, that's what I don't like. I don't like to see as Carlos calls her Giselle Kobe Bryant. <laughs> right it's right back on the nickname until further notice until further notice. yeah i just um yeah that's that's wild um do you think robin and Juan are gonna get married no <laughs> and then i i try to check myself right because i think about if me and Corey were on a reality show he would definitely know that the cameras were there. I know people say you forget, but even in real life, sometimes I'm the one that's like always jumping around, doing things, you know, like, or whatever, like, this is probably too much, but do you remember the song, put him on the glass? Mm-hmm. He didn't remember it. So we have a glass shower and I was being funny and I just screamed, put him on the glass. <laughs> <laughs> he said, where did you hear that song from? 
So meaning if there was a camera, people would be like, he doesn't even care. He's not interested. And she's doing that for when really that's just who, you know, we are. Uh huh. So I wonder with Juan sometimes I, I'm like, okay, so maybe they do love each other and really are into each other. But then a part of me is like, he seems like that's his best friend, but aren't you supposed to have that? But I, I, I want to propose a different scenario. No, Corey's not like, you're, I, I feel like best friend can be different than a s- spouse. Right. He's my friend. Yeah. But there are certain things that I would share about things that happen as a woman that I'm like, I'm not talking to him about menopause. Have you right. experienced such and such? He can't answer to that. Right. right. So I, I don't know. I, I go back and forth and I, and I find myself like studying their interactions. Like, Me too. I'm like, is he camera shy or is that how he really is? Do they like each other? Is there love there? Or is this just like y'all have known each other for decades and there's like a comfort there that you're mistaking for like romantic love? It's a familiarity and and familiar always feels good. Yeah. Yeah. You said something that it um, had me thinking. Sometimes it it could read like they could have already had this conversation Mm-hmm. And now they're on camera talking and all of a sudden she's hit him with like, well, you're, you know, when you were with your ex and he's like, come on, Robin, we're yeah. not doing that. And cause sometimes he looks surprised, like, yeah, where is this coming <laughs> from? Which makes me think, I do think that Juan could be an a-hole 100%. Cause you can, he seems like he could, could be, but I'm sure Robin could be too. I mean, we've seen it mm-hmm. at times. So I feel like they could love each other, but. I don't know about them getting married on Kendrick's podcast. She said, Juan still wants a baby. Y'all wish y'all could see Karis. <laughs> okay. Like, okay. Does she want to have a baby? Cause I thought she said that there was like a timeline she that said, she was willing to adhere to. She just told him the other day, if they could get a living nanny, that she would be fine. But see that first she said he wanted to have a baby because he wasn't around for uh, Corey and Carter. So he wants to do it again, but she needs a living. Do you really want to live it? Mama better have one strand of hair and three teeth. And even then. <laughs> right. Even then. Um, huh. Okay. But, but just, I, I don't know. Like, are these like real, like, are we seriously talking about it? Or are we just like raising the stakes so that he, this doesn't happen? Like, oh, we need a living. Oh. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Because I just, I, I get building the house or whatever. Okay. But we didn't even, did we really even see a lot of that on the show last year? No. So it's like, I feel like it, it was sort of like the Jamal and Giselle thing. You present us this finished product, but what mm-hmm. went into getting y'all to this place? Yeah. You know, Robin with the couples, I mean, him, you and Juan with the couples counseling a couple of times you threw on a synthetic wig in a hotel. Y'all met right. like, <laughs> like, and now you are engaged in getting married. Right. Like, I, I'm not really understanding. I hope she's happy. Me and I too. hope it's for her because she's just so beautiful. Like, if this is not going to work, you can find a man in like seven minutes, girl. Like, don't think that you can't. You can. Like, and, and it's it's funny because when I say I've always liked Robin, I recognize, so she's an Aries too, but I re- she brought us shame though when Wendy told her to sit down and she sat down. I said, girl, you were you supposed to say, sit me down. 
Because at this point, you look dumb. Okay, well, that didn't really do what you thought it did. <laughs> right, right, like, <laughs> rewind the camera, Robin. But I get having a friend like Giselle. I have friends who are a little different than I am. So, and then other friends will look at us and be like, girl, I don't know how you deal with that. Cause I would, but I'm securing my voice with that friend. Like, I know what me and her got. So I just let her be her. But it doesn't all, I get that sometimes with Robin and Giselle, but it doesn't always come off like that. And I think last year when Wendy came in from talking to Ashley and kind of went and just assumed that Robin and Giselle were having a conversation about her, I get why she did because I don't know that Robin necessarily distinguishes herself different even between their friend groups. So they they probably feel like, well, if I share with Robin, she's automatically sharing with Giselle, which could be unfair, but I could see how they could think that. Yeah. For sure, because out of them, I think Giselle is definitely the alpha, or at least people yeah. think she is, and they treat her like she is. But then on their show, I'm like, Robin is smart, because sometimes I'll be like, Giselle, did you say, like, speaking of, and I'm not going to hold you too much longer, but I did want to get your opinion on this. So, took some points from DJ Richie. Oh, DJ Richie had covered. Carlos being on Reasonably Shady. And then I went and listened to certain points. I could see it. I found this interesting to me. So they were basically talking about Dubai and that whole thing where it was boring, but they said Chanel um, Ion was entertaining, but they felt like she studied Housewives and other reality shows. And that's why. And Carlos was like, she's got the look. She's a beautiful woman. She could just show up and be herself. Instead of being all these things. So he was like, the reason that Potomac, Potomac succeeded past season two. And he, they were like, oh, we know what you're getting at. Somebody that works with you now that used to be on our cast talking about Monique. Mm. Um, and he was like, but you guys were yourselves. You were funny. Giselle says that she thinks that they, I guess, kind of like progress because the world had never seen, now these are her words, light-skinned, green-eyed women, Black women who were educated. And I immediately, that kind of left like, I was like, why would that have come into play? You you thought the world hasn't seen light-skinned, green-eyed women that were educated? That's that's a weird take, especially after all of the conversations that I know Giselle has had to see about the colorism on the show. That is such a weird thing to say. And then Robin's now she says that. And then Robin said, well, Carlos said he thought this is he thought that Monique, Candace, Wendy and Mia were great additions. Uh, Giselle says, well, I think Mia is a great addition. I will say because she owns her ish and stands up in it. She doesn't. And people can't say that Candace, like Candace legit kind of keeps the lights on for those folks over there. For sure. So like, it was interesting that she would, we know you don't like Monique, but you can't deny like, I'm like, Candace was, okay. Then, and it made me think of the chat room. When she was on the chat room, she threw out, which I thought was so dangerous because again, Wendy gets hit by the stray bullet. She said, when Wendy first came on the show, Karen said that 
Wendy didn't fit with us and that she was ugly. This is what Giselle said on the chat room. And I remember Karen responding online like, she's lying. So I thought, number one, if it was true, I would have never said that because Wendy gets hurt. Right. If it's not true, that's horrible. So then Robin says, so remember, Giselle says they were successful. The world had never seen light skin, green eyed, black women educated. And as a matter of fact, she said, you know, and then for us as another black viewers, she was like, you know, you know, people seem to think we not like y'all. We like y'all. We down. And then we was ratchet season two. No, wait. Or, or she said, so what happened? Did we become ratchet season two? They're down just like we are. Who's we? Us darker hued women? Right. I was like, wild. that's isn't it? I was like, and I wanted to hear it to make sure. Because yeah. again, I like Giselle, but I don't like. The way she's moving actually kind of sort of makes me dislike her as a person only because it says something about your character. If you can go this far, like for show reasons. Right. Robin said after season one, she wanted more brown skinned girls on the show so the audience could connect. Giselle said she agreed. How do you agree when you just said the reason one of the reasons that you were successful was because. The world had not seen light skinned green eyed black women that were educated. Right. And we know what they all look like on the show season one. And even Monique right. coming in is not dark skinned. She is brown skinned. Right. But she's not Candace or Wendy. Not at all. Yeah. I just thought that was really interesting. Girl, I'm going to have to go and listen to that. You have to listen to that. And let me know if I, because I'm like, I was really trying to listen like objectively. Like, I get it. Yeah. And then I remember, remember when she launched her Every Beauty Hue and was basically like, it's hard being pretty and light skinned because people think you're mean and rude. Mm. To a like, degree, I, I see what she's saying. Sure. But also maybe you're just mean and rude. So. Your daughters have told you that. <laughs> Your best friend, Erica Lyles, who Ray wanted to lick up and down for one right. night. <laughs> said when she first met you in college you were mean and slammed the door in her face right now i don't know if that was a part of the hazing because she was pledging but i feel like and from going to empowerment temple i will say that was the consensus about her mm. she was very much a hands-off yeah i'm not surprised like she's giving you know new orleans kind of rich girl jack mm. and jill like, yes. I mean, that's not yes. surprising at all. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. So I just thought that was, yeah, let me know what you think. Cause I was like, I just, to throw in the, the world hasn't seen light skin green. I, that's all the, like, it's what the world sees. Okay. But I thought about too, the audience of Potomac, there was a lot of white view- viewers mm-hmm. in the beginning. Yeah. Cause they could connect with what they were saying. Right. So I was oh, like, she's okay. So pretty. I can't believe how pretty Giselle is. Yes, oh, that's incredible. Yeah. Somebody told me that they forgot all the nasty things that Ashley had said because she's just so cute. <laughs> huh? Okay. Good for her. <laughs> that's my excuse for Candace, too. <laughs> <laughs> when she was tossing that natural girl hair, when she was Love like, it. I was like, girl, you go. But and then last note, y'all don't judge me, but y'all. So I would see people call Ashley Pennywise and I thought it was a cute name. I was like, oh, Pennywise. Girl, I just found out. 
<laughs> so I was like, oh, I wonder who this is. Never Googled. <laughs> Girl, I just found out last week that Pennywise was the clown it. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I, I tweeted yesterday. Y'all been calling girl pennywise <laughs> and the only reason i found out because the company that i uh work for when we do our games one of the questions is like what what serial what horror movie killer i guess like halloween or what horror movie killer would you not want to run into on the street mm. and people kept guessing pennywise it's not on there but i was just like oh and it wasn't until one of them folks said over zoom what's the clown that was in it and they were like no pennywise that's it and my brain said what <laughs> Y'all been calling that girl. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> I kept hearing Doja Cat, but yeah, yeah now, I'm, I'm saying that now. I'm saying that. Now. I heard Pennywise and Stewie. I said, "Now y'all are y'all are mean." <laughs> that is me. Oh my god! Oh I'm gonna stick. God. I'm gonna stick with the cat, Doja Cat. But <laughs> next week we'll see. Ratatat tat I, 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 Ashley and Candace. I don't think. I think fundamentally they kind of go into the show differently. Ashley knows she has to perform, I -hmm. think. And I feel like with Ashley, it's at the expense of everyone. It don't matter who I'm. And I have no fear. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I, and I feel like that's the luxury of being an Ashley or a Giselle. Mm -hmm. I feel like they are catering to a certain audience. And so you really are getting away with saying a lot of things that Wendy and Giselle just can't. And I'm not saying it's intentional. And I'm not yeah. saying, because when they talked about colorism, they talked about it being amongst the cast. And I did hear at, uh, Candace say, she wouldn't necessarily say that it's amongst the cast, but it's how the audience perceives it. That's the bigger voice. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I 100% agree, you know? So it was mm-hmm. it was just really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to listen to that episode. It's towards the end if you don't want to see, but it's it, it it's it was definitely like okay, my ears are pricked a little bit here. Yeah. So Giselle needs to censor herself because like she be getting on her own podcast saying some real Ooh. reckless stuff sometimes, and I'm and I, <laughs> it's it's interesting. She, she says things to me that. I'm going to go ahead and say it should not be said in front of mixed company. Totally. Like there are things that we all have in all of our different communities that we may say that you're not going to say to other people because we get it. Yep. When they, when they talked about James Harden, I said, y'all, and I, I, I played it for Corey and the different like facial expressions he had. I was like, cause I thought again, maybe it's just me because I don't, I don't think every light-skinned woman is a colorist. I don't think every white person is racist. You know, I take things for how that, but you can also recognize behaviors in people when you've experienced it right. before. Right. So I let him listen and it was, he was like, what, what does that, eat? girl, then you have this audience out here that it's like, okay. It picks up on it. Yeah, yeah. girl, don't get one of them popped. I'm telling you. It, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> For real. Oh my God. Kara, thank you so. Oh, no, I need your final words on what you want to see from Potomac. And would you keep the cast the same next season? I would. I would. I don't. They're they're good with me. Like, y'all can can do whatever they want, and I'm happy, happily along on the ride. But 
Uh, I saw a tweet from Candace who somebody said like, oh, I hope the season gets better for you. And she says, well, it gets worse before it gets better. So I'm <laughs> interested in that. Um, I... Yeah, I want to figure out what's going on with Jacqueline and Mia. Mm, yeah. I want to know what's going on with... I don't want to know what's going on with Michael Darby. I'm just yeah. kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're doing this divorce storyline while they're filming, and then they're probably going to end up getting back together after filming's over. That's just... I'm I'm waiting for the reveal that Antia, her publicist, was the one who actually uh, did that separation announcement behind her back. That's what I think. I think. I think. Oh, (laughs) and that will keep her hands clean in it when Mm. they decide to work things out. Yeah. Mm, Okay. Interesting. (laughs) Interesting. Oh, that's good. There was something you said that made me, when you said about you're interested to see the Jacqueline thing, you said you're interested in the. I forgot already, girl. Me too. Like, <laughs> I, I want, to, oh, I will say, they ain't got no other type friends to bring on. That's all I'm going to say. Right. Because they're all going to look the same. <laughs> they are. They are. They are. I said, no, I, they, okay. I want to see Karen come for, for Cherise. Just, I don't really care about Cherise, honestly. Like, Me I don't, either. I don't care. <laughs> I feel like, was that your big moment of return? Hey, hey, like putting your arms out. Girl, if you're going to be here, Right. Because I'm starting to think you're a Bravo plant. Like, say something. Get <laughs> get into it. Karen right. said that, um, you know, the way Giselle is basically coming for that poor girl talking about Sharice. I mean, she was down on her luck and fired from the show. I said, oh. <laughs> Karen. Yeah, Karen's spicy energy for Sharice really cracks me up. Karen, that mask is slipping, honey. Right. <laughs> like it did. When she was cussing, remember behind the door, um, girl, that was, a, that was a good, that was a season. Ray was going to lick Erica Lyles up and down. Yep. Yeah. I'm excited to see what's happening too. My stomach is in a knot because, and I shouldn't even care, but it's like uh, the Ashley and Candace thing. It's like, sometimes people aren't capable. And when Ashley said, how does it feel? I said, girl. Candace, if you don't, dest- what's that uh, video game? Destroy her. But when right. she said, like, <laughs> yep. take me out of your affirmation journal, girl. When she said, is that witchcraft? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. Kara, you you watch Love at Married at First Sight, right? I I didn't watch this season, okay, but everything so else, yeah. There's a doctor's office I go to. Mm-hmm. I had to ask them finally. I said, I go once a month. I said, is this the channel y'all keep it on? Because it's always love at first sight. Different, all different ethnicities, races go there. This one particular time, it was four of us black women in mm-hmm. the waiting room. Love, love it. I think it's, it was married at first sight. And the woman on TV has, she's like a bigger lady and she has two of her sisters. And she says, we're getting ready to perform and I think she said witchcraft. And when I, t- I had my headphones on mm. and I heard it off. It was so funny. And we just start- popped up at the same time. <laughs> and before I could say it, the lady said, in Jesus name. And I said, <laughs> I said, the blood of Jesus. And we all just bust out laughing because it was like simultaneously. We were like, oh, not in this waiting room. Uh-uh. Right. 
So when Candace said that, I'm like, you could tell the folks that were raised in church, like, uh-uh, uh-huh. get that it out of here. Is, I don't know. Is this witchcraft? <laughs> baby dust. R- right, that? baby dust. I'm gonna put wrote my name in the book. My name is only in one book, the right. last book of life. <laughs> <laughs> she's so, funny. She's she funny. Is, she's quick. She's very quick. Her and Ashley are both quick, but Candace just reminds me more of like my aunties, like a Nini and like like those type of yeah. Like my mom and my aunt. I mean, my mom and my grandma. Well, and all my aunts. It's like you got to be to survive. You got to learn ready to be quick. Yep. So it will not be this much time that passes for Kara to come back <laughs> on the podcast. I can promise y'all that. So Kara, can you tell everybody, I-, I feel weird saying this to you because clearly everybody knows where they can find you, but no girl, I'm not above a promo. I don't care. Okay. Um, yeah. You can listen to me everywhere. You listen to podcasts and everyone's business, but mine, um, I have a Patreon at patreon.com slash EBBM podcast. I talk about a lot of documentaries and things like that over there, but yeah, um, on my show, I do pop culture recaps, what's going on in the news and I'm recapping, Winter House, Kardashians, Housewives, Sister Wives. Wow. Now that I'm saying it, that really sounds like way too much. (laughs) (laughs) No, because I live for my episodes. Listen, yesterday I got up in the morning. I'll have you know, my parents came down. I had to take them to BWI Airport at like four in the morning. I was refreshing and I was like, (laughs) where's the episode? So, (laughs) So no, I look forward to my episodes. And, um, since last season and my irritation with the way, um, and I'm just my own personal people reacting to the Danielle and Sierra situation. And I thought that you were one of the fair ones and talked about both sides. And it wasn't just all of a sudden, everybody was like against Sierra and Danielle's little promo tour about mm-hmm. her. So I gave Summer House and Winter House and anything attached to a house back to Bravo and Jesus, but I get my <laughs> fill through you. So I feel like Fair. I know what's going on. <laughs> well, thank you. you. So, thank yes. you so much for listening. <laughs> so, guys, make sure you follow Kara. Uh, do you have a donation link button? Like, say if people don't do Patreon, but they want to support. Um, I might have my cash app in my link tree. You can find the okay. link in the bio of my Instagram. Yeah. Okay. So thank y'all could... I know sometimes y'all think Patreon, but, you know, you want to, other than a black box, let's support our black content creators. Amen. Make sure you click the link in her bio and her (laughs) cash app is there. We love y'all so much. We will talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye.